In Luke's gospel, we hear the very final moments of Jesus' life put this way. By this time, it was about noon, and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone, and suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. Luke's is the only gospel in which Jesus actually says these words, but how powerful those words are. This is the final word from the cross. These last words that Jesus prays to the Father are words of hope and faith and trust. They are an example of how to pray in our darkest moments of life as they are an expression of a close relationship with God nurtured for an entire lifetime. Jesus fully puts himself into the hands of a loving parent, and then he dies. He literally hands over his life to his father. Susan Robb says, Jesus had been handed over to Pilate, Herod, and the crowds, and they believe they in turn have handed him over to death. However, Jesus is actually the one with the upper hand. He willingly hands over his life that we might have abundant and eternal life, even in the midst of crisis and darkness. We must acknowledge this moment that Jesus dies willingly. For without this act, there can be no salvation and no Easter. We have put him to death, yes, but what a promise there is for us in this moment when Jesus gives himself over to the Father. When we give something up, we say that we are placing the control over something into the hands of someone else. Jesus was fully in control of his own death to this point. He voluntarily endured all that he had so that he could accomplish his mission. And now just this one thing remains to give himself up to God. It's not as if he had not already done so, but this final word and act upon the cross signifies to us something that we need to do as well, and we ought not to wait to do it until we die. If we are going to live lives that acknowledge what Jesus did for us, then we will entrust or commit not just our dying moments to God, but our very lives right now. Giving ourselves to God is something we should do right now if we haven't already. That means trusting in God to provide for you. It means believing that God is big enough to handle your problems if you'll just share them with him. It means doing all we can to faithfully follow in his footsteps of love and service to others. It's about giving not only some parts of your life but all of your life to him, the good and the bad, so that he can celebrate the joys with you and redeem the low points or places where following is difficult and maybe where you've made a mess of things. We need to say this when we face the giving of our own lives when we too leave this earth, but we also need to say it while we struggle within this life. It may seem to be the lowest point along Jesus' journey, but this moment of surrender cannot be passed by too quickly.
Jesus gives himself to God this final time with these words, so we would know who is in control of even the death of Jesus. While his body would die, his spirit was in the everlasting care of the one who loved him. And it is the same with us. For those who believe, our spirits are in the care of the Father who loves us. In his sermon, Go Down Death, Pastor Peter Marshall tells the story about a little boy who knew he was suffering from a terminal illness. At first, he didn't understand what was happening to him, but as the months passed and he had to stay inside while his friends went out to play, the truth slowly dawned on him. The idea intrigued him, and he wondered what death would be like. He asked the question that had already been playing upon his childish mind, the question his mother was dreading to answer. Mother, what is it like to die? Does it hurt? Quickly tears came to her eyes, so she excused herself to go into the kitchen to compose herself. She knew it was a question of deep significance. She knew she must find a good answer. So for a moment she leaned against the kitchen cabinet, her knuckles pressed white against the surface, praying to the Lord for an answer, and the Lord gave her one. In that moment, she knew what she should say. Kenneth, she said as she returned to the next room, do you remember when you were little and you would play hard all day? When the evening came, you would be so tired that when you came in, you would lie down on mommy and daddy's bed and fall asleep. That was not your bed. That was not where you belonged. But you only stayed there a little while. In the morning, you were surprised to wake up and find yourself in your own bed. You were there because someone you loved had come and taken care of you. During the night while you were sleeping, your father came with big, strong arms and carried you to your own room. Sweetheart, death is just like that. One night you are very tired and very sleepy. You fall asleep and the next morning you wake up to find yourself in another room, your own room where you belong. Because the Lord Jesus has come and with his big arms, he has carried you from your home in this world to your home in heaven. The light on the little boy's face showed that he had understood. And a few days later, he fell asleep, just as his mother had said. Without saying it, the little boy committed himself to understanding that God would take care of him at the most vulnerable point of his life, even when he was going to die. With his mother's help, he was able to put his hope and trust in God and in the promise of heaven. Perhaps part of your preparation for Easter through this last week of Lent could focus on giving yourself to God after the little boys and especially Jesus' example. We have a God who cares especially during the times of uncertainty and fear. Perhaps it's time to practice what Jesus exemplified and commit our lives into the hands of God, hands of strength and compassion, into the hands of the one that will never leave us nor forsake us. In his last words to us, 
Jesus once again gives us an example to pray in our own dark moments, a way to find his presence and comfort and to trust him enough to place our lives and our spirit into his hands. Those hands are always ready to hold us in our times of uncertainty, fear, and darkness. They are hands that are standing ready to grasp our own if we will reach out to them. They are already reaching out to us. While we recognize Jesus' passion, his suffering and death today and throughout this week, we do so knowing the hope behind it, that as Jesus gives his life and spirit over to God, we too can do the same in the sure and certain hope that it is not the end of the story, that resurrection is around the corner, available to all who will surrender and give themselves to the loving Father. That is the Easter promise. The final words of Jesus from the cross were not of defeat or surrender to death. They were the words of victory of one who gave himself to God. May we do the same. May we surrender our lives to God's will that in doing so, others might also come to place their faith in the one who gave himself fully that all might be saved. Amen. <clears throat>